This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. We are back with another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. The wait is finally over. DraftKings has brought legal sports betting right here to Colorado. And just imagine how much more fun watching a game is going to be when you have a little bit of skin in the game. Best way to get in on this action is with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. This isn't some offshore operation like, I don't know, other gambling sites. DraftKings is a legitimate sportsbook based right here in the U.S., so you can be confident that your funds are secure. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can bet from wherever, whenever. You don't even have to leave your house. And luckily for us, we don't even have to wait that long for a major sporting event to bet on with UFC continuing to bring us action. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DNVR when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. That's right, DraftKings Sportsbook has a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. Don't forget, under the code DNVR, get your sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right, so joining me today, we've got Luke McAllister, CSU 2021 commit, the first 2021 commit, actually. And that brings me kind of to my first question, you know, what went behind that? You know, what made you want to commit to CSU so early? Yeah, well, I went up there on a game day visit, um, I think, week three last year. I got the offer right before week one. Um, I've been going to all their camps, you know, the coaches were all talking to me. and I went up there and I just felt the family atmosphere and I felt like I could play here and this is somewhere I want to spend the, my college career. And it felt right. The coaches were very, very caring for me, treated my parents well, treated me well, just felt right. You know, what was your impression of CSU before you started going to camps and stuff? Like growing up, you know, kind of what was your impression of CSU football? CSU uh, has always been... Um, a top school for me. I actually have always prefer- preferred CSU over CU. Um, Ram fans will love to hear that. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I grew up, uh, well, I was born in Texas and my dad went to A&M and it's a lot of the same culture there um, that A&M has. Uh, fell in love with it and it's just, it's somewhere I want to spend four years. What was kind of going through your mind throughout last season as, you know, you started to hear some of those rumors that, you know, there might be a coaching change. Did that worry you at all? A little bit. Um, I knew I liked CSU a lot, so I did stick with my commitment. Um, when I did hear there was a coaching change, um, there's some thoughts going through my head. Just what's going to happen? Is my offer still going to be there? Are they going to respect my commitment? Um, but as soon as the new coaching staff there, they immediately reached out to me and told, told me that um, 
So they're sticking with me if I stick with them. And that was great to hear. What was that process like, you know, kind of getting to know these coaches? I mean, having to start from, you know, square one, that's not exactly something most guys do, especially after already committing. Right. Yeah. Um, the offensive coordinator, Coach Lynch, he would call me every other day, check up on me, um, ask me how I'm doing, um, just have some great conversations with me and my parents. And that was really important to me. So he was really making an effort to get to know me. And then um, after the season, I went up there on a visit, got my, got a photo shoot, talked to all the coaches, talked to Coach Adazio, and it was just, it was really great. What's been, you know, have you noticed that this new staff handles recruiting any differently? Like, has it, has it felt differently than it was with the last staff? Almost definitely. Um, I feel like we're really taking, taking charge in this recruiting class. Um, we're number one in the Mountain West right now, and we're climbing the ranks in national. Uh, we have so many commits already. And I'm honestly surprised uh, at how well this coaching staff has handled it. Um, reaching out, getting all these commits on board. Um, in-state recruiting is going really well, too. Um, we got some more kids that that the coaches like, and I like, too. And that, that actually includes one of my receivers, Caden Dudley. Uh, he was previously committed to CU. Um, and we already have a really strong connection, so trying to get him up to CSU is a, is a really big deal. Is that kind of a, a fine line that you have to walk? I mean, I see you're pretty active on Twitter. Like you're always, you know, hyping people up. I've heard from other recruits that's, you know, you're talking to them privately, telling them, you know, hey, you know, you should commit. But, you know, obviously you just want what's, you know, best for Caden too. Like you, you want to play with him. But ha- have, have you noticed that that's kind of a weird dynamic or has he been receptive, especially now that, you know, CU's at least for the moment out of the picture? Right. No, absolutely. Uh, you worded that perfectly. I definitely just want the best for him. Um, he's been getting some really good offers. He deserves them all. He's one of the best athletes I know. And it's ultimately, he'll succeed wherever he goes. It's about what decision is best for him. Obviously, um, I'd love to continue playing with him. And the coaches love him. Everyone at CSU already loves him. And it's just about what's comfortable for him and what his best decision will be. You know, I mean, I'm not trying to get you to speak for him or anything like that, but do you think there's a possibility where he could potentially, you know, commit to CSU, especially now that he's getting these bigger offers? I want to say that I, I would, I mean, I would say that he, there is a good chance. Um, obviously with the bigger offers, those are all really appealing. Um, don't really know where he stands right now. Um, I talk to him sometimes about it. We continuously throw together. It's more about we're both trying to get better at the same time. And the coaches are reaching out to him every day. Uh, he could definitely feel the love. He's told me that. And it's it's more about where he knows he can go to succeed. Is that encouraging to you? I mean, obviously, he's a talented player. So I think like regardless of whether you guys had a relationship or not, CSU would, you know, assumingly be interested in a guy like him. I mean, he's a baller. But does it make you feel good knowing like, hey, like we want to go get this guy's friend. Like they obviously have a great relationship. Let's see if we can make this work. Yeah. Um, they reach out to me, I think almost immediately after I committed, like, Hey, I was watching your film and I noticed this kid too. Number one, Caden Dudley, like they, it stands out how much of an athlete he is, even in my film. Um, and it just, they definitely want us to go together. Uh, that would really help, especially cause we already have that chemistry. Um, he would play really early at CSU. Um, I think there's a good chance that we both can. 
and but make a lasting impact on CSU, which is ultimately the main goal. You guys have obviously had quite a bit of success at Palmer Ridge. I mean, a couple of state titles. You guys have a ton of guys going D1 pretty frequently. What has, you know, how has playing in that program, you know, prepared you for that next level, especially, you know, you look at your stats, it seems like they let you throw it quite a bit. Yeah, um, Palmer Ridge is a definitely an aired out team. Um, these last couple of years, we've had one of the best running backs in the state. He had very under-recruited, um, very under-hyped. His name is Ray Fruel. He definitely, there are some games where he, he had to step up and he carried our offense. Um, we could air it out and we could run the ball. We were a very uh, dual threat team. That makes sense. Um, Coach Grobe, our offensive coordinator, had the perfect combination of hit him with a deep ball and then just run it down their throat. Um, the main reason I had so many passing yards because I had definitely some of the best receivers in the state, let alone the nation. Uh, I'd throw, like, Caden, a key, a two-yard pass, and he'd take it six yards of the house, which happened in the state game. So a lot of the credit goes to them, too. Good quarterback always knows who to hype, offensive line and wide receivers. You know, they're the, they're the guys that help you make you look good. But, hey, I don't want to... I don't want to bring up some some bad wounds, but I noticed, you know, going into the playoffs, you guys, you had that tight loss to Discovery Canyon on the road. You obviously put up big numbers in that game, I think four touchdowns. Did that kind of fuel you guys going into, into the playoffs? Because, I mean, after that, you guys just kind of went on a tear. You, I mean, you obviously individually had a great playoff run. Yeah, um, that was the league championship game. We actually hadn't lost a playoff game. Palmerich had not lost a playoff game for, I think, three years at that point. Uh, we won the last four league champions uh, championships. And we went into that, honestly, a little. We were a little um, ahead of ourselves. It was a good good awakening. Our offense, man, we, we balled out. We scored in three seconds. Um, and our defense, they did what they could. Uh, that triple option. Offense is really hard to stop. So kudos to our defense trying to uh, – or holding in there. But DCC had a really good chance of making it pretty far in the playoff. Some of their only loss was to Pueblo South, who we actually beat twice. Um, so we, we thought that we were going to see Discovery Canyon sometime in the playoff. Um, that's, that was our main goal after that game was how are we going to fix this so that if we do see them again, how will we let them know that we are the better team and – Unfortunately, we didn't get to see them, uh, but we did get to see Pueblo South again, which we love playing Pueblo South. They're a great team, great competition. How much did it mean to you to, you know, go out and, and win that, that state championship, especially as the starting quarterback, you know, the guy that's making this offense function on a game-to-game basis? Yeah, it definitely hits different when you actually, uh, when you start the game. Um, the last, the two years previous to that, I was watching Ty run the show and it was a little bit different going out there and taking that first snap hearing the crowd and just really like sitting back and enjoying it uh it, it was a crazy atmosphere um I it was it's pretty much undescribable how to how to explain that that's awesome man congrats by the way I should have led with that thank you, thank you. You know, when I was talking to Aiden Cullen back when he committed, you know, I guess it's been a while now. Months are really going together here. But, you know, he talked about how he felt like you guys kind of got overlooked a little bit, especially, you know, just being 3A. You're down south a little bit, so maybe you don't get as much coverage as like the metro area teams, even some of the front range. Would you agree with that? Or 
is that, you know, just him kind of trying to create some fuel for the fire? I could not agree with that more. Um, I hear constantly, oh, you guys are only 3A. Um, you guys are only winning because you're 3A. And if you look at it, it we have – nationally recruited players on our team you know even some of the freshmen coming in were our freshman all-americans palmer ridge is just i mean we're known for great football but unfortunately we were labeled 3a um we're making that bounce up to 4 and next year but there was a lot of uh we had that underdog mentality because all the 5a teams the 4a teams were oh you guys you guys couldn't compete you guys are only 3a um and we played pine creek last year and our offense put up some really great numbers against them um we could. I truly believe that we could compete with any team in Colorado. Uh, we put up a good fight. You know, speaking of that underdog mentality, I've noticed a little bit. You know, you haven't been afraid to to bring up the fact that Colorado, you know, didn't recruit you. Is that something that you know thinks you think about frequently, or is it more just because of the social media and stuff? And and were you surprised that you know the fans came at you so hard? <laughs> Um, honestly, I love that kind of interaction. Um, picking CSU was definitely a great choice for me. Um, not being recruited by CU as heavily, um, but the old coaching staff, they were kind of communicating to me a little bit. Um, they had their eyes set on, on another in-state quarterback. And I really, I went up there a couple of times and it was just, I felt kind of neglected. I, I felt like I wasn't wanted there. Um, I know where I'm wanted is a good way to put it. Um, but seeing all the, all the fans on Twitter kind of take what I said and blow it out of proportion. Uh, I said, they don't really recruit in-state quarterbacks is what I was trying. I guess I should have made that more clear in my tweet and I opened my Twitter 10 minutes later and it's, well, it's just cause you're a bad quarterback or you're only a mountain West conference player. Like I get all that. Uh, it doesn't really offend me in any way. Um, it, it does help. It fuels my fire. Like, like you were saying, uh, makes me want to really just go out there and prove them, prove them all wrong. It always amazes me that like grown men will <laughs> like go on and talk trash over somebody's college yeah. decision. Like I just, it, it's always amazing to me. I get that. Like, you know, you took a shot at their program or whatever, right. but that's all part of the rivalry. Like that's what makes right. it fun. That's why these schools yeah. dislike each other. <laughs> right. Are you disappointed that, you know, obviously the, the rivalry isn't going to be a yearly thing, at least for the right. next couple of years. Are you bummed about that? I am. Um, I think that every, every year it's a, it's a good game. Um, like, it's, it's usually a close game. Unfortunately, CU has been kind of coming out on top these last couple of years. But with CU um, always talking on Twitter and saying how, like, CSU is the little brother. Um, so me and my recruiting class um, – with all the commits, we were all talking like we're tired of that. And CSU has had empty stands the last couple of years. We all want to change the culture up there, um, get the stands back. And CU is just – that's a big game for us because they're, they're in the same state, um, bigger conference, and we think we could – we have better players than them every year. Um, with this coaching change, uh, there was a segment I think Coach Adazio did. It was how important the rivalry game is. That it – shows that it really is important to us, even if we don't get to play them every year. I think I looked at the schedule. I think 2024 is the next time we're going to play them. I think that's my senior year, which is actually great because I'll have those three years under my belt and go out there and show them what I got. I got to talk about my friends over at Breckenridge Brewery. Breckenridge, the official beer of DNVR. 
Right now, you can get Brex 15 can sampler delivered right to your door. If you do, make sure that you tag us and tag Davidson's when you deliver through them. Davidson's always has the best offers. I look at the app for deals of the day. You can request, request products to be ordered into the store. And like I said, tweet at us when you go. Supporting our partners is supporting us. Download the Davidson's app today and get their loyalty program. You're not going to want to miss out. You can always get Breck delivered to you through Drizzly as well. Just so many ways to support Breck and Ridge Brewery. You know, going back to that underdog mentality, yeah. it seems like that's kind of a common theme you know, with you and, and even some of these other recruits. You, know, you look at them and you look at the film and it's clear that these guys can play even like the commits right. from yesterday. But you know, they don't have the flashy P5 offers that maybe some of the guys Bobo was going after. Do you like that this new staff has kind of, you know, honed in on their focus of, you know, guys that are maybe a little undervalued, a little underappreciated, and they're just going to want it a little bit more? Yeah. Um, when you take a player that usually is underhyped or hasn't been getting all the attention, they usually have a, a bigger drive to be better than everyone else. Um, and when, for me, it was, I got the offer to CSU and I committed immediately, but I also go to a 3A school. Um, not seen as a powerhouse in Colorado right now. Uh, it's getting there, but just having that, I want to be better than everyone who are better than that one guy that everyone thinks is better than me. It goes a long way with the recruits that aren't even ranked on 24 seven that, that can go out there and prove I'm better than this four star. I'm better than that five star and it will show on the field. And like, I mean, one of the things I like to bring up constantly is I wouldn't say that recruiting rankings don't mean anything, but they're just so flawed. I mean, it's so based mm -hmm. upon like, did you get a noticed by a large school? Right. Do you play in a big conference? Are you getting right. regular attention and all that stuff? So it's, it's a broken system. Right. So many of CSU's best players have been, you know, like three-star guys, two-star guys, even no-star guys. I don't right. even think, like, yep. I think Shaq Barrett was like a two-star player, yep. one-star guy. Yeah, I know. In the NFL draft this last year, there was more unranked and two stars drafted than five stars. Exactly. It's yeah. so much of it is hype. And it's like about, you know, what do you do when you actually show up on campus and, and get yep. there? Um, you know, you train with Jenkins Elite. And I'm curious, you know, what is that like? How, what are the type of things that you do with them? And how have they, you know, got you ready for the next level? They are definitely, their name, Jenkins Elite, is is definitely 100% true. They are an elite program. Um, they've trained some of the best quarterbacks to come out of Colorado. And training there, I've been training there since seventh grade. Um, oh, wow. My fundamentals, my accuracy, it's all because of them. Um, they've guided me through every step that I've needed. Um, my first high school game on C team, um, my first college visit, they've been there through all of that. Um, I'm still getting work from them. I go out there, miss a throw, and they get on me. There's, it's, there's no standard lowered, and that's what I really like about it. Do you think guys like them are, you know, I, I, I know Matt McChesney has like the 06 undergrad or whatever it's called, um, and, you know, there's the Jenkins elite. It seems like these kind of things, they're, they're really, help, really helping raise the profile of high school football in Colorado. I mean, I grew up here. And I've, I followed high school football, but obviously it's not like as prevalent as Texas right. or some of those big states. Right. 
but it's clear that there is talent coming out of this state and guys like, you know, Tim Jenkins and Hansley and all the people they have on that staff, they're kind of, you know, helping bring attention to some of these guys. Yeah. Um, six zero and Jenkins Lee and there's other programs that they're really bringing attention. Their, their main goal is to show these coaches that there is a lot of talent coming out of Colorado. We aren't seen as a Texas. We aren't seen as a California. We aren't seen as a Florida, but we are definitely starting to make a name for ourselves. Um, Jenkins is really a quarterback focused program. Um, and almost our 2021 class in Jenkins, um, all of them have been getting national attention. They've been all getting offers. And it goes to show that it doesn't matter where you start when you get to these programs, they, their intentions develop you into that next player at the next level. Um, and they definitely develop you and they help show you what it will be like at the next level. And it definitely helps with that and getting uh, in-state guys more attention from national schools. Do you notice that like working around these other elite high school quarterbacks has you know, pushed you and, you know, made you want to even kind of like take it further to the next level. Just like not oh, yeah. content with yourself, I guess would have been a better way to put it. Yeah. So there's training every Sunday and you go out there and there's always one guy that wants to be better than you. You're always pushing each other to be that next best quarterback. Um, for me, it was, I had Ty Evans in front of me. Uh, he was, he's probably going to the best quarterback to come out of Colorado in a long time. I uh, had a lot of national attention. I was his backup in high school and I trained with him. So going out there and trying to push him and him pushing me was, was really helpful to see this kid is going to a big D1 school. How can I help him to become the next best player instead of let him get contempt with himself and then me trying to be at that same level and him pushing me to be, he would give me advice. Uh, hey, do this with your footwork. And he's always there for me. And that's what I want. That's what every Jenkins quarterback is doing. We're all helping each other to be that next best quarterback. So you and Ty are tight, then you guys have like a strong relationship. He helped, helped you come up. Definitely. That's always cool. I mean, it's always yeah. interesting to me because sometimes you see like, even in the high school level, like sometimes it becomes like kind of petty, you know, like, right. oh, I'm not going to help this kid. He might pass me up or right. something. Yeah. Do you still talk to him now that he's, you know, off in school and stuff? Yeah. Um, we would talk every now and then, but with this whole coronavirus thing, he's back in state. Um, We've actually, we were throwing for a while. We got some of our receivers, um, some post or some Palmer Ridge grads to come into. Uh, we'd all just throw on the field, reconnect again, and just stay in touch. You and Ty might collectively be two of the, uh, the more unpopular players in Boulder at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a fair statement. <laughs> oh, man. I just wish, I wish that, uh, I wish you were going to be a freshman this year just so that you could experience, well, hopefully assuming that the game happens, you know, a right. Rocky mountain showdown in, in Fort Collins. I've never even gotten to experience that. So I'm definitely going to that though. Uh, yeah. You gotta must. be there for that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Are you worried at all about, you know, how not having a football season could impact you just from a, you know, playing standpoint and staying fresh and all that? Um, yeah, I mean, my family talked about that. Uh, you never know. Some states might have a football season. Some might not. Um, you never know what's going to happen. St having a football season, especially my senior season, that's, that's really important to me. Um, and especially all the seniors on my team, you know, this is the last ride together. This is what we've been working for the last three years was what we've been grinding for. Um, this is where all of our talent comes together and the brotherhood will really show. And, 
it, yeah, it really goes to show that the hard work that we put in, yeah, we've got state championships the last four or the last three years, but what we do this year, our senior year, uh, is really important. And if we don't have that, um, it, it'll be, def- it'll definitely be a blow to us, uh, not having that senior season. And for some of the seniors, this was their year. This is the year that they show out. So, yeah, it's just, when I think about, you know, like all those missed opportunities, those like memories that, you know, you just kind of can't get back. It's, it's really a bummer for just so many people. But the last thing I kind of wanted to ask you about was just like an author from an offensive philosophy standpoint, some of the fans were slightly worried when Steve Adazio got hired just because he's a little bit more old school. It's kind of like ground and pound physicality, all those fundamentals I'm curious, like, what kind of conversations have you had with the staff about what they want the offense to look like? You know, have they reassured you, you know, no, we're still going to throw the ball because anytime we ask him about it, he just gets so pissed. And he's like, obviously, we're going to throw the football still. Like, Yeah. Um, no, that's a great question. Uh, I did my research as soon as I found out who the next head coach was going to be. I found out that exact same thing, more old school or run the ball, uh, pound the rock kind of guy. But with the offensive coordinator, he hired Coach Lynch. Um, he informed me it's a very it's going to be a very quarterback oriented team. Um, I got a peek at the playbook and it, it is a very quarterback oriented team. We're going to be passing the ball a lot. Um, quarterback will be able to make plays in all type the quarterback draws or read options. And, um, so it'll be I think the way I like it or the way I like to phrase it is it, it's a lot like my high school team. Our very dual threat will be able to run the ball when we need and we'll be able to pass the ball because CSU is known for having some of the best receivers. So as a quarterback that had to, you know, kind of excite you the whole wide receiver, you persona and like, especially seeing some of these guys on the team, you know, like Dante, Wright And Ty McCulloch and some of these, I mean, Warren Jackson, obviously, but he's going to be gone by the time you get there. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, with CSU making a name for itself, it's drawing more attention to, to recruits. Um, I got to walk, I got to see some of the, um, the receivers there and they're, they're freaks of nature. Um, the receivers coach up there, coach Gain, he's, he's a great dude. Um, he's really going to develop them. And I am excited to be able to go up there and throw to some of the best receivers in the nation and make my job easier. The last thing I'm going to ask you here, you know, do you have, you know, what's your message to CSU fans? Like when they, if a CSU fan were to ask you, you know, why, why do you want to represent this football team? Why do you want to be a Colorado state Ram? What would your answer to them be? And that's a toughie. I know. I want to change the culture. Um, I'm, I know CSU could be a great football team. They're already a great school. Um, and I want to, I want that fan base to know that it will change. The team will change. And, um, we expect excellence and that's what our recruiting class is really focusing on. Uh, all of us really, we want to see the stands packed. We want the fans to be excited about the next game and not be like, Oh, well, we just know they're going to lose anyway. Um, and, and just knowing that the CSU fans are behind us cause we'll be behind them. I like that, man. I like that. I, I'd, I'd like to see it happen. Obviously just, yes, sir. it's, it's, no uh, it's tough to get people excited about three and nine right. football teams. <laughs> No doubt. (laughs) But Luke, man, thank you for doing this. I'm really excited. I hope, I really hope you get that senior season. And, you know, I'm looking forward to when you come up here again. Hopefully I'll get to meet you in person next time. Yes, sir. No doubt.